Hello again. Welcome to Series 4 of Satisfied. The Series 4 podcasts relate to the Profiles of Perseverance Bible Study. I'm Melanie Newton, just an everyday kind of woman who loves the Lord and His Word. In the last podcast, we began looking at Joseph's life and how he had to persevere in the pit of rejection and loss. He learned that God was with him in every pit. He is with us too. Today's podcast will cover Lesson 3 of Profiles of Perseverance. We'll look at how God is with you in the waiting as well. In Genesis chapter 39, we find Joseph being falsely accused and confined to prison. So many wrongful things had been done to that young man, yet he continued to choose to do what was right before God. We might ask ourselves, what in Joseph's life prepared him to persevere like that? He must have caught the truth from his father that God is the one true God and that choosing to obey him is the best way to live. He learned that God would answer you in your day of distress and that he will be with you wherever you go. Joseph had faith. In prison, that was all he had left. Everything else that he may have depended upon had been stripped away. At this point in his life, Joseph was left with two choices. First choice is go through the situation on his own. The second choice is by faith, go through it with God. God always responds to people of faith. He was sent to the place where the king's prisoners were kept, so it wasn't the worst place. But believe it or not, prison was once again God's rescue of Joseph from a bad situation. And God was with him there. God showed him kindness there and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. Joseph chose to persevere there and function well there in the prison, in the confinement, not of his choosing, but where he found himself to be. That's where he needed to trust God and function well. It was a place not only of rescue from the bad situation, but also a place of maturation for Joseph's future, a place of waiting, and God was in the waiting too. Several years ago, I heard a song that changed my perspective on waiting. It's called, In the Waiting, by Shannon Wexelberg. She cries out to God about having to wait, then realizes something. Listen to her words addressed to God. You are in the waiting in that moment of my life when my faith and hope collide, my heart's anticipating just how and when you'll move. Oh, that's when you prove you are in the waiting too. God is in the waiting too, right along with you. He needed to wait until the right conditions were in place before he could move Jacob and clan to Egypt. That took about 22 years of waiting on God's part. Think about the births of John the Baptist and Jesus. God's plan for the redemption of mankind was finally launched, but God had to wait for those babies to grow up into men. That took almost 30 years of waiting on his part. Consider what Jesus experienced. He had to wait for more than 10 years after he became a man 
for the timing to be ripe, to be perfect, to begin his ministry. During that waiting time, Jesus worked alongside his father in the family business. Like Joseph, he functioned well. Jesus understands how you feel when you are in the waiting. And waiting binds us together with the Lord. So often the Psalms speak of waiting upon the Lord and that Hebrew word most commonly used to wait upon the Lord is a word that means to hope and expect. It also means to bind together as in tying together loose ends. Waiting is rarely pleasant for us, but we make ourselves do it daily in various situations, doctor's offices, traffic, checkout lanes, right? Our focus is usually not on the waiting itself, but on the end result of the waiting. And waiting binds us together with the Lord. How does it do that? The Bible says that waiting on the Lord will make us stronger. Whether we desire to be stronger or not, that doesn't make the pain go away. Yet waiting teaches us about God and His timing. Micah chapter 7 verse 7 says this, I will watch expectantly for the Lord. During those times of waiting, our ear is more attuned to how God is working. That binds us together with Him. Waiting on the Lord makes us available to talk with Him in prayer. When we seek God for a solution in our lives, those times of waiting strengthen our relationship with Him as we learn to rely on His timing and trust in His goodness. It binds us together with Him. But waiting does not mean to just do nothing. While we are trusting Him, we continue moving forward, functioning well in life, just like Joseph did. Did he get discouraged waiting? Probably. Joseph was a normal human being. But in spite of the long 13-year wait for his release from bondage, Joseph refused to allow discouragement to imprison his heart and make him lose hope. He used his God-given gifts to actively serve others. He trusted God to help him interpret the dreams of his fellow prisoners and Pharaoh. Joseph was God-conscious in his mind, and he glorified God with his words and his actions right there in his bondage, there while waiting, and there when given the opportunity for freedom. Waiting doesn't just bind us together with God, but also prepares us for what is next. Think about what Joseph learned during the long period of darkness, about 13 years, that prepared him for the incredible dawn he would experience as Pharaoh's go-to guy. Joseph learned that it pays to have a good reputation. He became more efficient at managing people and supplies. He trusted God more and recognized God's presence with him. He learned how to function well in the midst of loneliness, opposition, temptation, restriction, disappointment, success, and opportunity. Joseph had to wait patiently for God to act. Remember, he did not know the future. 
He did not know how long he was going to have to wait. We also must wait for God's always perfect timing and answer to our prayers. Is this a problem for you? Have you become discouraged or been discouraged in the past from having to wait? I hate to tell you this, but waiting, especially waiting upon the Lord, is the norm rather than the exception in life. So we had better learn how to deal with it and still grow as we go through it. If you consider that God is in the waiting with you and that waiting binds you together with Him, does this change your perspective of waiting? I didn't say change your enjoyment of it. I said your perspective. Can you see how waiting is good for you? It could be God rescuing you from a bad situation or God preparing you for a specific task that will impact many people. It could be God teaching you how to trust Him and rely on Him more than on yourself. And He is in that waiting too. That should give you hope. As the Bible promises in Romans 15, 4, for whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. We can have hope because we have God with us. So remember our lane markers for the race. Number one, choose to persevere through every challenge. Number two, count on God's promise to give you hope. Number three, let that hope sustain you through the rough and tumble of life. And number four, celebrate the joyful reward. Let Jesus satisfy your heart with hope as you persevere through everyday life. Until next time, I'm Melanie Newton, and this is Series 4 of Satisfied.